Hello, my lovely loyal listeners. It's Friday. (laughs) This has been a long week, you guys. (laughs) It's always hard to go back to work after you've been off for a few days. And today is Friday, December 2nd. (laughs) Yes, we are now officially in December. (laughs) It's the second day, the first Friday of December. And guess what, you guys? I don't know what the hell we're talking about today. I have not a clue. I don't know where I got to get some inspiration from the universe somewhere. I don't know what the we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about something after this brief pause for the cause. Can I tell you I love you for listening? I really do love you for listening, and I appreciate your lovely, loyal listenership. And we'll be right back. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of our fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their own opinions and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was brought to you by DisclaimerTemplate.com. It's time for the bonus dictionary definition word of the day. Today's bonus dictionary definition word of the day brought to you by Oxford Languages is mundane. It's an adjective. Number one, lacking interest or excitement. Dull. Number two, of this earthly world rather than of a heavenly or spiritual one. Mundane. And we'll be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website verywellmind.com. And this article is titled Small Talk Topics The Best and Worst Things to Talk About by Arlen Kunkic. Updated on February 14, 2022. Medically reviewed by Amy Morin, LCSW. Small talk topics are good conversation starters between people who don't know each other well. If you live with social anxiety disorder, SAD, making small talk can be anxiety-provoking. It can also be difficult if you tend to be more introverted. Learning to make small talk can help build the confidence you need to start conversations 
make connections, and develop your social skills. Even if you are uncomfortable, avoiding small talk altogether only serves to worsen anxiety in the long run. Rather than being scared of small talk, make a point of overcoming your fear of it. One good way to to alleviate anxiety is to know what things to talk about and what to avoid. Best small talk topics. If you are looking for some good conversation starters, here are a few topics to consider. The weather. Although talking about the weather may seem mundane, it is a good neutral topic that everyone can discuss. Did a big storm just blow through? Are you in the middle of a heat wave? Look no further than outside your door for conversation starters, such as lovely day, don't you think? Looks like rain is in the forecast. Did you order this beautiful weather? Practice making small talk about the weather by asking someone one of these questions the next time you find yourself in the middle of an awkward silence. They may open up other topics as the conversation progresses. Arts and entertainment. Arts and entertainment topics that are good conversation starters include movies and television shows, popular restaurants, popular music, books. Examples of things you might ask are, are you reading any good books? I could use some recommendations. Are there any podcasts you love? Have you tried any new apps or games lately that you really like? I could use some suggestions. Skip talking about movies, television, or books that your conversation partner has not seen or read. If no one else has seen the movie, don't go into detail about the plot or the funny scenes. Find some common ground and build your discussion from there. You might have to ask several people before you get someone interested in talking with you. That's okay. Be okay with rejection or actually seek it out. It's all just practice after all. Remember that small talk is about building a bridge between you and another person. It doesn't matter so much what you talk about but rather that you start talking. Sports. Sports topics are good things to talk about with people you don't know very well. They can include favorite or local teams, sporting events, tournaments or championships. Keep track of what sports are played during which seasons, such as football, soccer, hockey, and golf, so you are on top of the current action. The Olympic Games are always a good option if they are taking place, as everyone is sure to be buzzing about them. If your conversation partner supports a rival team, avoid trash talking. 
Instead, focus on keeping your discussion on things like team or player performance. Ask someone, did you catch that golf tournament over the weekend? While this might feel uncomfortable the first few times you do it, eventually it will feel more natural to you. Family. People are likely to ask you about your family. Conversation starters about family may include, do you have any brothers or sisters? How long have you been with your partner? Where does your family live? Be prepared for these types of questions and reciprocate by asking others about their families. Engaging in this type of small talk displays your communication skills. It also helps you learn a lot about a person in a short period of time. Although family can be a great conversation starter, use caution when asking about potentially sensitive topics. For example, asking someone if they have kids or plan to have kids can be difficult if that person is experiencing infertility. If the other person brings up their children, however, feel free to ask about them. Food. Food can be a great topic for small talk as long as you keep it neutral and focus on the positive. You might ask someone for recommendations for local restaurants. Ask what their favorite dish to order is or if they enjoy cooking at home. Some examples of food-based topics include, have you tried any new restaurants lately? What's your favorite meal to cook at home? Do you have any ideas for good work lunches? I'm out of ideas and I'm sick of sandwiches. As with other conversation starters, stick to positive topics and avoid complaining about foods you dislike. Work. Another popular small talk topic is work. You may be asked what you do or whether you like your job. If you do something unusual that is hard to explain, consider keeping business cards in your wallet. This works particularly well if your company has a website that people can visit. You might start a chat with an opener such as, how long have you worked as a insert job title? How long have you worked at insert company? What do you enjoy most about your job? The paycheck. That is an interesting line of work. How did you get into it? Always focus on what you'd like to learn about others and things you enjoy talking about. This will make the process of small talk feel much, feel, I mean, wait a minute. This will make the process of small talk feel more like fun than work. Be careful to avoid getting, <clears throat> excuse me, be careful to avoid getting into complaints or grievances about work, however. Others might develop poor perceptions of you 
based on these negative interactions. Travel. People like to hear about vacations. If you travel, be ready to answer questions and give your opinions about the places you have visited. Ask others about their favorite travel spots and what they recommend. Many people like to help and will be happy to share their experiences. This can also be a great way to put your conversation partner in a happy frame of mind by allowing them to recount a joyful vacation. Celebrity Gossip It isn't necessary to follow celebrity gossip to make small talk. However, it is a good idea to know a little about some of the most popular celebrities in case the topic comes up. Save this type of small talk for informal gatherings or casual parties, not work events. Unless everyone else at your work conference is discussing a celebrity, it's best to lead with something else. Joining, I mean, wait a minute, hobbies. People like to talk about their hobbies and are likely to be interested in yours. If you don't have any hobbies, consider trying something new. Not only will you have something to talk about, but having a hobby will give you a chance to meet others with similar interests. Be sure to ask follow-up questions as you listen to someone talk about their hobbies. Listen between the lines as well. If someone says, that was the last time I ever went skiing, for instance, ask why. Hometown. In a small talk situation, you might be asked about your hometown. For example, how is where you grew up different from where you live now? Where did you live? Have an interesting antidote or story ready to tell. Ask others about their hometowns as well. You never know who might be from the same place as you, making this a good opportunity to form a connection. Worst things to talk about. Once you know a few good conversation starters, it's helpful to also recognize what type of small talk topics you're better off avoiding. Finances. Asking personal financial questions of people you've just met is inappropriate. It is fine to ask what someone does for work or the positive aspects of that career, but do not ask about their salary. Most people will find this question intrusive and inappropriate, and it may bring up some bad vibes if they have financial stress. Politics and religion. The problem with talking about politics is that you never know who in the crowd may have strong opinions. 
Stay away from this topic unless you want to risk ending up in the middle of a heated conversation. Religion is another extremely personal and potentially sensitive topic that should be avoided. Sex. Talking about sex or asking or asking questions of an intimate nature is inappropriate during small talk. When talking with strangers, avoid talking openly about sexual topics and refrain from making sexual innuendos. Both are likely to make others uncomfortable. Death. Death is another heavy topic that should be avoided during small talk. When you are in the company of strangers, do not bring up emotional topics that have the potential to be upsetting. Appearance. Unless you know someone well, don't ask their age. Although the question might seem simple to you, it can be a hot topic for some. In addition, avoid questions related to appearance. Do not ask anyone if they are pregnant or comment that they have lost weight. You never know the reason for weight gain or loss and as a result could be left in an uncomfortable situation. Personal gossip. While celebrity gossip is fair game during small talk, Gossip about people you know personally is not. Gossiping about others not only paints you in a bad light, but you never know who might know each other. Not bad-mouthing others can save you from potential embarrassment. Offensive jokes. Making sexist or racist jokes is offensive and a quick way to end a conversation. Save your sensitive jokes for your best friends, or better yet, replace them with jokes that don't have time and place restrictions. Some people make jokes they don't realize might offend others. If the joke pokes fun at someone due to their race, culture, sex, or sexual orientation, skip it. Also, avoid jokes that touch on hot-button, controversial, or political issues. Y'all, there is some more to go on this article, so we're going to take a brief pause for the calls and be back with the conclusion of this article, because I'm not going to read no, uh uh-uh, I'll be right back. Sometimes people make jokes they don't realize might offend others. If the joke pokes fun at someone due to their race, culture, sex, or sexual orientation, skip it. Also, avoid jokes that touch on hot-button, controversial, or political issues. If your joke is if your joke is at the expense of someone else, It's best to avoid it. Narrow topics. Avoid talking at length about topics that are one-sided. 
This might include specialized expertise in a particular field or uncommon hobbies of which your conversation partner has no knowledge. This doesn't mean you don't have to avoid mentioning these topics entirely. Excuse me. If someone asks you what your hobbies are, for instance, mentioning some uncommon ones can be an interesting jumping off point for certain conversations. The key is to keep the discussion more general and skip getting into long-winded speeches about highly specialized things you are passionate about, unless the other person shares those same passions. Watch for signs that others have lost interest, and if they appear, find a quick ending to your story. Past Relationships Avoid talking about past relationships on a first date or within other small talk conversations. When forging new romantic connections, making comparisons, or talking endlessly about a past love interest is a turnoff and may ensure you don't get a second date. Talking about past relationships tends to focus on negative topics, which is generally something you should try to avoid when making small talk. Your conversation partner may be hesitant to talk as well if it seems like you might talk negatively about them in the future. Health. Health issues tend to make poor choices for small talk. While you might be tempted to share the latest health kick you're trying or ache and pain you're suffering, the person you are sharing it with may be less interested. Some topics to avoid include telling people how they should feel about a health condition, offering quick cures for complex medical issues, suggesting that people could lose weight or get fit by following your tips. Avoid discussing potentially sensitive health issues, whether they are your own or somebody else's. Asking others about their health can come off as intrusive, so it's best to avoid it. How to start a conversation. There are a number of things you can do to help make small talk easier, whether you are meeting new people or dealing with social anxiety at a party. Asking open-ended questions and engaging in active listening can help you have great conversations with new people. Try to stay positive and discuss optimistic topics. Avoid complaining, airing grievances, or displaying a pessimistic attitude. If you do bring up something that isn't generating interest or find yourself in an awkward conversation, change the subject and move on to something else. A word from Very Well. Remember, making small talk gets easier with practice. 
consider starting conversations and rehearse some topics that you might want to use and you will find it easier to talk to strangers without feeling stressed. Frequently asked questions. What is the purpose of small talk? Small talk is a good way to start a conversation with someone you don't know or don't know well. If the talk progresses, it can even start a friendship. Small talk is also a good way to pass the time in certain situations, such as when waiting in line at the store. How do you avoid small talk? If small talk makes you truly uncomfortable, you can avoid it by politely excusing yourself from the conversation. If you are engaged in a book or have earbuds in, it's also less likely that someone will try to start a conversation with you. That said, if your goal in avoiding small talk is to have more meaningful conversations, asking open-ended questions is a good way to prompt a more in-depth discussion. How do you get better at making small talk? Practice, practice, and practice some more. Like anything in life, if you want to get better at making small talk, you benefit from doing it more often. Try starting a conversation with people you don't know whenever you can. Stores, waiting rooms, and other public places are good places to practice your small talk skills. Why do introverts hate small talk? Some introverts hate small talk because they're shy. And talking with people they don't know makes them feel uncomfortable. Others simply prefer to be alone and find social interactions mentally draining. Introverts also tend to enjoy deeper conversations more. So small talk, small talk might not stimulate them mentally. Okay? Now, this article was by Arlene, I mean Arlen Kunchik. And Arlen Kunchik, M.A., is the author of Therapy in Focus, What to Expect from CBT for Social Anxiety Disorder, and Seven Weeks to Reduce Anxiety. And we want to thank Ms. Kunchik, Ms. Arlen, for her wonderful article on VeryWellMind.com. And it was titled, Small Talk Topics, The Best and Worst Things to Talk About. And we'll be right back after this brief pause for the cause. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We'll be right back. It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. (laughs) 
Today's dictionary definition word of the day brought to you by Oxford Languages is purpose. It's a noun, the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. It's also a verb, formal, have as one's intention or objective, purpose. And we'll be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back. And for our last article on today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns, we are on the website goop.com. And this article is titled, The Purpose of Friendship. It was written by the editors of Goop, updated November 14th, 2022, reviewed by Michael Berg. Question. What do you do when you realize that although you may have years of history and found real value in each other in times past, that you kind of don't like a friend anymore? That, after time spent with this person, you feel drained, empty, belittled, or insulted. My father always used to tell me that, You can't make new old friends. How do you distinguish if someone in your life makes you change for the better or if you are better off without them? GP. Answer. What is the purpose of friendship? Obviously, there are all kinds of physical reasons for our friendships. We enjoy someone's company. They are easy to talk to. They make us laugh. But this is not the true purpose. The Kabbalists teach that one of the only true choices we make in life is our environment and the friends we surround ourselves with. This has a tremendous influence on us because everything flows from there. The spiritual core reason for a friendship is that it can and is meant to help us change and grow. Consider this. You put an apple seed on the table and water it for months. Naturally, if you were to water it for a million years, it still wouldn't grow to become a tree. But if you put it in the ground and watered it, then it would become a tree. The potential for greatness is true in that seed always, but the environment, table versus ground, makes all the difference. The same is true for people. The spiritual core reason for friendship is that it can and is meant to help us change and grow. Friends are people who call us on our issues, push us to grow, and support us through this process. 
We can't overestimate how important good friends are to our growth in life. As a matter of fact, one of the first things written in the Bible in relation to humanity is, it is not good for man to be alone. We cannot achieve our potential nor live a life of fulfillment without great inspiring friends around us. Therefore, if we choose to be surrounded by friends who are not positive or who speak ill, then it's going to be almost impossible not to fall into that type of behavior. We have to appreciate the amount of influence our friends and the environment we create for ourselves truly has on our lives. Once we know and understand how important it is, we have to assess our friendships. Everything else is secondary to the question, does he or she help me to become a better person? Does he or she push me and help me grow? It is our first responsibility to help our friend become a better person and friend. Once we make that assessment, then the answer is pretty simple. If we have a friend that makes us feel worthless, hurts us, or doesn't enable us to grow and actually makes us feel bad, then clearly that's a friendship and environment we don't want to subject ourselves to. We have the responsibility to diminish that friendship. Not only isn't it serving its purpose, it can have a detrimental effect on us. Now, this does not mean it is okay to cut people out of our lives. In fact, the first thing we want to do when we notice a relationship isn't helping or is hurting is to see what we can do to help them in their process. Maybe if we speak to them clearly and forcefully, they will change. It is our first responsibility to help our friend become a better person and friend. But assuming we have done everything we can and the friendship is still no longer serving its purpose, yes, it is our responsibility to diminish that bond. Please note my choice of words, diminish, not cut. My father taught me that if someone has been our friend, they are our friend forever. It doesn't mean spending 24 hours a day, seven days a week with them if it makes us feel bad. But it does mean that whenever there is an opportunity to help, we must. If they were once our friend, then they are our friend forever in that regard. Just because we make a decision that this is a someone we shouldn't be spending a lot of time with, it doesn't mean we must completely tighten the heartstrings. Assess your friendships. If they are supporting you in your growth and change, then cherish them. If they diminish you, then you diminish them. But once again, a friend is always a friend. Though they may no longer be a constant presence in your life, nevertheless, if there is an opportunity to help, you should. Always be open, for true friendships never ends. Michael Berg is a Kabbalish scholar and author. 
He is co-director of the Cabal Center. You can follow Michael on Twitter. His latest book is What God Meant. And we want to thank Michael Berg for his contribution. Oh, no, you reviewed it, Michael. Anyway, I want to thank Goop.com for their wonderful article, The Purpose of Friendship. And that, you guys, is the conclusion of this Friday episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Now, you know the rules. Don't let anybody take you off your square because you are the only you in the entire universe. And nobody, and I mean absolutely nobody, is doing a better job of being you than you. Okay, now please support my sister podcast, Just Miss Rose, which is recorded on Sundays. And because this is Friday, you guys know what it is. It's the weekend. The week is over. It's ended. Now we're going to be going into Saturday and Sunday. And what I want you to do, I want you to have a ball. Have more fun than the law allow. Have so much fun. You have enough fun for me, you, and everybody else. Okay, and then we will talk with you on Monday on another episode of Ask the Massage Table Turns. Thank you so much for your lovely, loyal listenership. I appreciate you guys. Have a fabulous weekend, and we will talk to you on Monday. This is Miss Rose for Ask the Massage Table Turns. I love you for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. Oh, thank you.